In this segment, we're going to discuss dating in 2022, what you can learn from your divorce, tips on healthy co-parenting, and of course, sex. So I know you want to stick around for this one. Today, I have a special guest with me. She is a mom, a professional photographer, creative collaborator, and host of her podcast, Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Love the title. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> FM Player uh, ranked her podcast as one of the best dating after divorce podcasts. Congratulations to that. Thank uh, you, when when I listen to Sadie's Divorced and Happy, I hear nothing but freedom, forgiveness, and fun. And I'm so glad that I'm you bring... so glad to hear that. that yes, yeah, that's spot on, friend. That's that's what I hear. And I'm glad that we have you uh with us today. So Brave Hearts community. Let's show some love to Sadie Marie. How are you? Oh, and I love feeling the love and I love giving the love too. <laughs> it's all about reciprocal relationships, right, Sean? It is, it is. Well, and first let me say that uh, I want to congratulate you on your one year anniversary, which was Thank in January. You. Yes, yes. And you were a guest of the podcast early in. Yes, I had the honor to honor some great be episode. Guest. Yes, so fun. Talking yeah. about remarriage. Ooh, the topic. <laughs> I still go a little bit like this, but anyway. <laughs> how does how fast does time fly, you know? Incredible. A year. I know. Oh my God. So yeah, so many great things going on for you. So I had to bring you on a guest as a show. Let's just uh jump in today, uh today's yes. episode. Uh what does dating look like for Sadie in 2022? I love that question because it is so different than when I first got divorced, which was October of 2018. And dating was like an all-you-can-eat buffet. I want some of that and that and that. And then I'll take another helping of that and a lot of that. Yeah, that was me right out of divorce. It was really, Sean, about having great sex. I'm just going to put it out there because I wasn't looking for a relationship I was looking for fun and I was exploring and I was learning a lot about myself and what I uh, realized, oh, I like that. Oh, I really like that. So it was a lot of fun. And you know, it's what I love about uh, that whole stage. I call it the honeymoon stage where you just get to re uh, kind of reinvent yourself and also just also realize, oh, I get to actually focus on what I like again. You know, because there's so much energy when you're going through a divorce about the divorce, right? You're not thinking about yourself. You're not really thinking about self-care, although you should. I highly recommend it. But, you know, there's only so much energy we have. And divorce sucks up so much energy, as you know. And then when you went through that, and then you get to focus on yourself and explore and create and reimagine. It's so delicious. So that's the honeymoon stage, everybody. Not encouraging divorce, but if you're going through one, look forward to it. It's a lot of fun. But now dating, you know, years mm-hmm. later, I've been quite, um, I've been quite open on my podcast about how I have realized that I am not as emotionally available as I thought I would be at this, by this stage in the game, three mm-hmm. years out of a divorce. And I am working on that. I, I, I do have a therapist. I hold myself accountable. I'm very transparent that I have 
anxiety around relationship and intimacy. And I, I, it's, it's uncomfortable. So um, I am working through that and owning that and loving myself in the process because I mean, that's my job to love myself so much. And um, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have taken my time to really learn about me and, and the areas that I, I really want to grow uh, when it comes to more interpersonal communication, connection, intimacy. And also that I've, I've come a long way. You know, I, I definitely have come a long way since 2018. And I was just, you know, fun and games. So does it seem like a long time ago? Pardon? Does it seem like a long time ago going through your divorce, you know, to, to the today? going through a divorce feels like a long time ago. The fighting games, not so much. <laughs> I can still come up pretty fresh. Like, oh yeah, that was so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. The divorce is th- thankfully feel like a long time ago now. I'm grateful yeah. for that. Yeah, for sure. So I have another question though. Did you jump on any dating apps or did you just happen to know some people? Oh, Sean, I have mastery on these dating apps. I have, I can teach you some tricks, especially when it comes to meeting people from other cities, because that has been become my forte. Mm-hmm. Kind of known for that, being that lady, like, okay, this is how you go on Tinder and you go to this city and this is what you do. And Hinge is a different way about it. Mm-hmm. You know, Bumble is a different way about it. So yeah, I've become that lady. But no, I, you know, I've met a lot of people. My friend and I were doing the math thousands I mean it's a blur kind of I guess <laughs> because it's so easy to meet people on an app and then you know some conversations last a few days and then they just go away so mm-hmm. but um I, you know I live in a city where it's not maybe like a, a New York or an Atlanta there isn't really like a really active nightlife for women my age women in in their 40s so um yeah St. Paul Minneapolis not so much. <laughs> I've had to be creative, Sean. But of course, I use the apps. Yeah. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in the winter time, you really got to be creative in the winter time, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> I know. I is becoming or being creative is not a problem for me. I got that down. So I wish I could meet men more organically in my town. Make it easier mm-hmm. on me, but it hasn't yeah. happened yet. It could. Anything's possible. That's right. Anything That's is right. Possible. Anything is possible. That's right. I, I met my wife on Instagram and I relocated. I remember that you and she talked about books and you had yeah. chewy chats on Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, you did a long distance thing for a while and look what happened. Yeah, right. So, with the yeah. woman of your dreams, it seems like to me. That's my girlfriend. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. That's she's she's always just all tied up in one. My best friend, my girlfriend, wife, all the other good stuff. So, oh, I love that. (laughs) Uh, Can you talk about your divorce and what has divorce taught you? Such a big question. I mean, I could say a lot about that. I think again, divorce has really taught me about empathy Mm. towards myself and towards my ex. I did an episode called uh, "It's Not You, It's Me." And it was really about me owning my victim mentality in my marriage and in my divorce. And once I was able to own that and have empathy for myself and forgive myself, I was able to have a lot more empathy for my ex. I think that a lot of times when we project our anger onto someone else, it's really because we have unhealed things within us that we aren't ready to own and talk about. Yes. And now I, I'm very comfortable 
talking about those things because I have forgiven myself for them. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to be empathetic towards myself and towards others. Mm-hmm. I think if we all had more empathy in relationships, we'd be happier. Uh-huh. You know, and I've learned I've learned that um, it's okay to put yourself first in the sense where you really need to take care of yourself and make sure your happiness is a priority, that your health is a priority, that your relationships, how you're being nurtured, how you're um, feeling cared for, you know, you matter. And I think for a while in my marriage, I, I didn't allow myself to matter. I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I was taking care of everybody else. And I got so depleted and then I got bitter and resentful and I became a victim and there the story ends. So I've really learned that, you know, I'm what I feel matters, what I want matters, what I need matters, that it's okay to need things. It's making yes. a needy person. We're mammals, right? Are you a mammal? I'm a mammal, Sean, just <laughs> putting that out there. We are created to be connected to yes. other living creatures, right? Yeah. That's why we love our cats and dogs and <laughs> friends and kids, because that's how we're created. We're created to connect. Mm-hmm. And I think there's such a message right now you know, I can do this on my own and I don't need anyone to love me. And not true. (laughs) I need people to love me. I need to love people. I need to love myself too, but it's Mm -hmm. all balanced, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad that you said empathy because that's a word that we rarely use, or I guess it's kind of starting to come around a little bit. You know, people are starting to kind of use it a little more. Um, But I'm glad you said that because we have to understand that, um, looking outside of ourselves and seeing someone else um that they have feelings too absolutely you know we're all people we're all beautifully flawed people yes yes and if we can do that more often i think we can have more healthier relationships when we because i know that's something that i had to learn i i know that was an issue for mine in in my marriage because i didn't i couldn't see outside of myself we're really, you know, in this culture, we're really conditioned to be very self-focused, mm-hmm. which is why we're very driven and we get a lot done, which that's nice, mm-hmm. but it does cause an impact on relationship, doesn't it? Yes. Big yes. Time. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of divorce too. So I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, empathy. I, I, I did an interview with a gentleman mm-hmm. and uh, his name was Luis and uh, it was called the E-Spot and he said, what if we had empathy on a first date? Like, wow, what if mm-hmm. we never go on that first date? Like, wow, I just want to have empathy towards this person. We want to like, I'm going to tell you all these things about me. So you yeah. like me, you know? Yeah. 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 And talk about my ex. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that on the first date. Don't do that. on Listener, the first date. Don't do that yeah. on the first date. <laughs> Unless you don't want a second date. If you don't want a second date, do that on the first date. I want to get a second one. Just saying exactly (laughs) (laughs) there was you talked about uh i love this instagram post i think i might have seen it on facebook too and you were talking about co-parenting and there was a picture of you and your beautiful kids and the interesting thing was in the comment section you said who was the other person on the other side it was so good and i had to read the whole description i was like yeah so who's on the other side of the camera and it was your ex-husband and then you also put in there like you know taught him a thing or two right yeah he's a great <laughs> photographer yeah. yeah so can you talk about 
what does healthy co-parenting look like? Because that can be a struggle in a lot of divorces because somebody's probably still bitter. Um, what does healthy co-parenting look like for you? And how did you even get to that place after being just divorced for a little bit over four it years? It was a year. It was a year at that time. Oh, a year. Okay, yeah. That we took the photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so can you talk about that a little more about effective uh, co-parenting? Well, it's a journey like anything else, right? It kind of goes like this. I mean, some days I'm rocking at the co-parenting and other days I am not. So I'm just going to own that. I am not an expert in co-parenting. I'm a divorced woman who's also a mother doing her best. But what I have learned is when I do my self-care, when I take care of myself, when I am communicating in a way that is authentic and also respectful, um, that is going to be reciprocated. So I think what we put out, we receive. There have been moments when I have been very curt and impatient and not empathetic. And that was also given back to me. So it's really me owning, okay, how am I going to show up in this relationship? Just like any relationship, right, Sean? How am I, how do I want to show up for myself? How am I going to feel good about myself in this scenario? And I haven't always done that well. In fact, this last weekend, I had a major faux pas and I was embarrassed. It was completely accidental, but it was a faux pas and I owned it and I apologized, but it didn't go so well, but it was on me. I screwed it up. So now it's like, okay, I'm going to learn from that. I'm going to be really thoughtful every time I can continue texting. So I'm texting the right person. (laughs) Read between the lines there. Anyway, um, Mm-hmm. so fun but yeah you, you know, want to share like, that I'm, story no, I'm and not so much I'm, <laughs> I'm just joking <laughs> no but go ahead I'm messing with you but, but you, you're tracking with me so I you know the answer to that question in a nutshell is ask yourself how how do you want to show up for yourself mm. you know do you want to out of love for yourself and respect for yourself show that towards the other human mm. that's been helping me a lot the last three years. And when I haven't been able to do that, I see it as I didn't show up for myself mm. and, and I, that doesn't feel good. And I, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't get divorced to not show up for myself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so that would be one answer. And I think, you know, also just remembering like one thing that I've enjoyed with my ex-husband is having conversations. Like, remember when we did this as a family, Remember when we went on this trip? Remember this Christmas? Remember this mm. funny moment? And then we'll laugh because they were funny or special times. Mm. It's not like they were all just miserable. I mean, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all. Right. And so it's choosing to focus on, oh, remember when we did, you know, the things that brought us joy as a couple, as a family, and having our kids hear those comments and seeing us laugh together. Mm. Um, my ex-husband he's really generous to me around my business he helps me a lot with my website yeah you know he's a gear guy so when I have questions about things I mean he he, he's like a computer he just knows everything about everything so (laughs) you know he's very generous that way to me and Mm. and I'm so grateful to him for that he wouldn't have to be that way Mm. yeah that's that's... so honoring that's honoring his character I mean that's Mm. a big deal to me Mm. yeah so Mm -hmm. even even past the divorce he still has high character, even in spite of the divorce, you know, that he, oh, yes. you. yeah, he's yes. I would say, I would say on this YouTube interview that he has had been on the higher ground more than I have. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope he, maybe he'll hear that. Someday. <laughs> I should tell him. I mean, he, he definitely um, has always been more and sometimes I'm more 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I'm like that, then he'll, he'll mirror that to me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But that, that's me creating that. I, I'm not a victim to that. I'm, I can, you know, accept responsibility for my behavior. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I hear a lot of like, uh, you know, just maturity and self-reflection in your voice when I hear you talk about things. And I love that because a lot of times, like you said, the whole victim thing, you know, everybody yeah. is, they done me wrong. This, no. but I, I hear in your voice, reflection, yes. um, forgiveness, um, and, and still just living, living life intentionally, right. enjoying your right. life. Right. And, you know, and some days when I haven't done my self-care and I'm tired and I haven't eaten well, and I'm too much going on, mm. then I'm not as inclined to take the time to be more thoughtful about communication. So it's all on me. Mm. You know, I, I am the captain of my ship, so to speak. That's right. So I own that. I own that. And that's liberating. Like I can own that. I'm, you know, not a perfect person, but I'm doing my best. Yeah. Some days I do better than others <laughs> as we all do. Well, you're not alone. I, I totally get it. Cause Lord knows I have off days. <laughs> Right. And that's okay. I mean, I think, you know, I, I think we all get tired of trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's futile, but mm. that's different than showing up for yourself. Right. Yes. yes. Love it. This is mm-hmm. very interesting. I love this topic because I love to heal here people that's healed. Who's been through a divorce. I love it because I don't think we get enough of this. Um, we don't get enough of he- healing after divorce. You just have a lot of, I see, oh, I'm not going to jump into that. I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. That's another topic but healing, don't you? And I know you, I know what you're going to say, but just, just to put it out there, healing such a journey. I mean, I'm still healing. Mm-hmm. When will we ever be completely healed? But we, we, you know, hopefully it's go like this, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of like this, right? <laughs> so, so and it's exciting. It's exciting to, you know, three years out, have these types of conversations. I had no idea I'd be having these conversations when I was going through my divorce. Wow. None yeah. at all. Yeah. Me neither. Hmm. You know, I had totally rebranded before I did this. Like I was something, I had a different title and everything before I was scared to remarry. So I didn't think in a million years I would be doing this, but here we are. Here we are. Hmm. Do you think some single parents, uh, I mean, some uh, single people, they fear marriage because of the high divorce rate? And do you think marriage still holds value? Oh, such a juicy question. (laughs) Keeping it spicy. Okay, I'm pausing because I'm collecting my my answer here. Mm -hmm. So the first part of the question is if if people who are single are weary or hesitant, right? I think, you know, I think also um, a lot of people are realizing that you don't need marriage Mm -hmm. to be happy or to have love or to have a committed relationship. I think we were at least as a Gen Xer, I was very conditioned to think I needed marriage if I wanted those things. And I think the younger generations are learning, yeah, you don't really need it. You can choose it, right? You can choose marriage, Mm -hmm. but you don't need it to have love and commitment and family and society isn't going to judge you as as it used to if you have children and you're not married if you live with someone and you're not married I mean things have really shifted so I think that's a layer that we have a lot more acceptance around people who are coupled have families live together share a life that aren't married 
Mm. We're becoming much more Scandinavian that way. I think it's exciting. <laughs> you should pay I'm attention ready. to what the Swedes are doing. They're doing well. Um, and then when it comes to your second question about is does marriage still hold value? Mm-hmm. If you choose it to, mm. sure, absolutely. I mean, it's a commitment. Yes. A, com- a commitment and a commitment commitment in general is valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, a layer of commitment. You can have commitment without marriage, but it is a commitment. That's true. And also, you know, I, I don't practice Christianity anymore. Mm. I was raised Christian, but it also is a religious practice, right? So if, if you identify Christian or other, uh, as a other, you know, religion, Jew, Jewish, etc., mm-hmm. marriage is a cultural part of that religion. I, yes. I'm stammering here because I don't really talk about religion like I used to. <laughs> I'm not as elo- eloquent talking about that topic, but, but I mean, and I, I respect that. I respect mm-hmm. that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I, I get it. it and it is a, a, re, a religious practice right, I, right. Uh, and I think that people right. who, it's a sacrament the catholic church is yep. a sacrament marriage is a sacrifice because it is you are not putting yourself first in the sense where you are thoughtful about your partner and sacrificing something of yourself to love them in a way that god would want you to yep. so yeah it is a religious practice i know you you identify as christian yep. Yeah, and you see it in that way. If you want to talk about that, I'd love to hear your point of view on that too. Yeah, I think, um, and like you said, it's it's sacrificial, right? You know, so I think at the end of the day, we we uh, and not to get too biblical or anything, but you know, yeah. we have to. Um, I, I guess you would say sacrifice ourselves for the better good, you know, right. especially as husbands, and you know, we're supposed to love our wives like Christ loved the church. So we're supposed right. to be this example cherish, and things to that nature, cherish. right? and you cherish your wife so love, it's so lovely I love yeah it. and, and and i would say and not to stay on a religious thing too long but i will say that it has helped me uh tremendously in the way i see life but i will say that i have grown and mature mature where i'm able to accept um everyone else viewpoint right right mm-hmm. right and you know i love that's why i love freedom of religion mm-hmm you get to believe what you want to believe and I get to do the same and we get to respect each other. Isn't that nice? Yes. Yes. I love it. I uh, love people in general. So, you know, exactly. I, I, I love learning. So. And cur- yes, you're, you're a curious person. I'm a curious person. Yep. I want to understand. Yeah. That's helpful to the, the world's a big place. <laughs> Curiosity is important because the world's a big place. Yes. It, it, it is. I, I love your Instagram, first of all. Because you. you have very thought-provoking questions. Uh, and then your videos. Do, do your husband edit your videos for you? Oh, God. Really? Come on, no. Sean. My ex-husband does not. Do. Come on. No, no, no. No. You I do have boundaries. He stays on the photography camp, not the podcast camp. Mm. Yeah. You talked about uh, what is one word that best describe your sex life post-divorce? Yes, I do what I call burning questions. Yes. I do them on my episodes and also post them on Instagram. So that was one week. We're talking about sex. I like to talk about, I like to talk about sex on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. No, we're sexual beings. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yes. Nothing. So yeah, the question was, 
That's your sex life improvement. Yeah, you wrote it down. What was it? Yeah, it was um because when I looked at the comment section, I was like, oh, like everyone is enjoying themselves. I'm like, well, shoot, (laughs) did I miss out on something before I got remarried? (laughs) You know, so nothing but great comments in the comment section. So when I looked at it, yeah, I I thought about it. I said, is sex more liberating post-divorce? Well, absolutely. I mean, that's my answer, but that's my experience. And that's not across the board. So I'll just speak for myself. But for me, sex was very liberating because I wasn't attaching it to initially needing the the partner to become my boyfriend and then husband. And then, you know, I didn't have this when I was in my twenties, I had this grand plan. You, you know, you had all these steps and, and sex was something later and maybe you'd like it. Maybe you wouldn't. And it didn't really matter as long as they were your boyfriend. Yeah. And they would maybe marry you, yep. you know, like, oh, I was missing out on so much great sex in my twenties. I have made up for it, Sean. <laughs> I have uh, no shame in that. So yeah, I mean, sex was like, wow, I want to try things. Like it was just so freeing and liberating. And I've talked to a lot of women. I think when you're older and mm-hmm. you know what you like, that helps in the bedroom. Absolutely. And when you have that confidence to say, do this. I like this. Keep doing that. I think women need to encourage other women to allow ourselves to have pleasure with sex the way men have been given permission to have pleasure with sex their whole life. So ladies, pleasure yourself. (laughs) Ask for it. Exactly. That's right. You know, I always, you know, tell people, make sure she get hers first. Stop being so stingy, man. You know, make sure you look out for her. Uh, <laughs> absolutely because she will repay the favor <laughs> i know that's right because i was listening to uh your podcast the other day and you was talking about like threesomes i sure was yeah I, 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 in that podcast i shared i have not had one had one yet but my birthday is just a week away so stay tuned sean and when's your birthday on uh, the 18th really? next friday i know i might My have birthday some spicy fun <gasps> Look at us, Look at us. air signs. I know we feel all the feelings, <laughs> don't we? Mm. Oh, that is awesome. See, yeah. I happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. Yes. Thank you. Sadie, this has been a wonderful episode. I'm, I love I, how we I, ended it on the threesome. That was juicy. <laughs> yeah, right. Check out end. that episode, listener. It's called Three's Company. Wink, wink. Go listen on to Sadie's Divorce and Happy Podcast. <laughs> yes. it's fun my guest was great wasn't she great mandy me she, she was, was she brought the spice yeah she was playful oh yeah her accent so, she's from london her accent mm-hmm. was the best. yeah yeah so brave hearts go check out that episode it's very yes oh. it's valentine's day month treat yourself there you go <laughs> there you go perfect timing right right <laughs> well sadie I, I first of all i want to say um thank you for I appreciate your transparency. Uh, I appreciate your your uh, your freedom to speak and say what you want to say, and yes. actually enjoy your life post marriage. You know, going through a divorce because sometimes people still kind of get funny about that sometimes. But I love the the liberation in the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, Thanks, you 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 keep me laughing, you keep me smiling. You you're Great. very thought provoking. You are going to like this week's episode. It's called Hearts and Parts, and it's about men and sexual intimacy. And my guest, Frank, oh my gosh, did we have 
such a great chat. You're going to love that one. Uh, I want to hear from you after you listen to it, because I don't think men talk about like sexually have they evolved like, wow, I see sex differently now after my divorce. And he had a great story. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, I will make sure to check that out. Um, yes, continue to do what you do. I, I thank you once again for everything you. that you're doing with the podcast. You too. Um, for being a great mom. And oh, uh, also, <laughs> no, serious, because I, I follow you. So I'm always staying in tune with what you have going on. Um, so just continue to impact the world, uh, especially because, you know, divorce, it happens all the time. Sure does. And yes, yeah, somebody's going to need to hear your podcast. So I thank you for everything that you're doing in that arena, because if I had your podcast a couple of years ago when I was going through my divorce, I probably probably could have been a little smoother transition. So um, I thank you for that and continue to be a voice um, out here, as we say, in these podcast streets. Yes, these streets, these <laughs> grassroots streets where we help each other out. Thank you for your message on remarriage and that it can be this really beautiful, rich experience. And you give me inspiration. Thank you. Well, Thank you. Well, let everyone know how they can get in touch with you on the podcast. Sure. So uh, you can visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net. All of the episodes are on the website and you can listen to them easily. Also, it's on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, mm -hmm. you know, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Heart Radio. Mm -hmm. uh, also, of course, you can go to my Instagram page. We've been talking about that today. <laughs> And that's Sadie's Divorce and Happy. I have some fun reels on there. I yes. had a fun threes company one with my gorgeous twosome, Will and Ryan. <laughs> Ooh la la. Uh, and also I'm on Facebook, Sadie's Divorce and Happy. And I am, I am also on YouTube. It's just the audio though. So you can find my audio on Sadie's Divorce and Happy on YouTube. And I'm going to be on Pinterest and TikTok this year. I'm going to try Sean. Oh, well, well go, go ahead because uh, well, I'm pretty sure we can use your content over there too. Awesome. You're so kind. <laughs> Thank you for having me be on your show today. Anytime, anytime. I thought about you. I said, I got to bring Sadie on the show. Uh, Bravehearts community, you heard it here first. Make sure that you go follow Sadie because her content is awesome, especially if you've been through a divorce. Uh, make sure that you hit the subscribe button as yes. far as it's scary to marry as well. Um, if you're watching this via YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment below if you've been through a divorce. Uh, maybe what are some of your biggest challenges? And uh, if so, you know, you can talk to Sadie. That's why I brought her on the show. Oh, I'd love to hear from them. Yes, please. Yes. This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of A Scary to Mary, wanting you to love fearlessly with special guests. Sadie Marie and people take care. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter.